It's time for an apple fritter. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day's The Fritter. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. How you feeling today, my friends? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. Hey, I want to remind you before we start, make sure you stop by An Apple a Day Chat. That's at www.famousapple.com forward slash Apple Chat. That's everything to do with this podcast. Everything to do with anything about an apple a day. Make sure you stop by there. Check it out. Hey, we got a good one for you today. Today we're talking about osteoarthritis. Now you're saying, that's an old person's disease. No, it's not. If you've been in an accident, if you've been banged around at all, if you're overweight, if you're diabetic, if you have PAD, CAD, this pertains to you. So sit back, relax, and listen to what Dave has to tell us today about osteoarthritis. What is osteoarthritis? Osteoarthritis, also known as degenerative joint disease, DJD, is the most common type of arthritis. Osteoarthritis is more likely to develop as people age. The changes in osteoarthritis usually occur slowly over many years, though there are occasional exceptions. Inflammation and injury to the joint cause bony changes, deterioration of tendons and ligaments and a breakdown of cartilage, resulting in pain, swelling, and deformity of the joint. There are two main types of osteoarthritis. Primary. Most common, generalized, primarily affects the fingers, thumbs, spine, hips, knees, and the great, big, toes. Secondary. Occurs with a pre-existing joint abnormality, including injury or trauma, such as repetitive or sports-related. Inflammatory arthritis, such as rheumatoid, psoriatic, or gout. Infectious arthritis. Genetic joint disorders, such as Ehlers-Danlos, also known as hypermobility or double-jointed. Congenital joint disorders, or metabolic joint disorders. Cartilage is a firm, rubbery, flexible connective tissue covering the ends of bones in normal joints. It is primarily made up of water and proteins whose primary function is to reduce friction in the joints and serve as a shock absorber. The shock-absorbing quality of normal cartilage comes from its ability to change shape when compressed, because of its high water content. Although cartilage may undergo some repair when damaged, the body does not grow new cartilage after injury. It is avascular, meaning there are no blood vessels in it. Therefore, healing is a slow process. Cartilage is made up of two main elements. Cells within it known as chondrocytes and a gel-like substance called matrix, composed mostly of water and two types of proteins, collagen and proteoglycans. Chondrocytes and the precursor form chondroblasts are highly complex multifunctional cartilage cells. Functions include synthesizing and maintaining the extracellular matrix comprised of collagen and proteoglycans that help healthy cartilage grow and heal. Collagen is a structural protein found in many tissues such as skin, tendons and bone and is a key structural component of cartilage. Collagen provides cartilage with its strength and creates a framework for the other components. 
Proteoglycans are complex molecules composed of protein and sugar combinations that are interwoven in the matrix of cartilage. Their function is to trap large amounts of water in cartilage, which allows it to change shape when compressed, thus, acting as a shock absorber. At the same time, proteoglycans repel each other, allowing cartilage the ability to maintain its shape and resilience. Approximately 80% of older adults, ages 55 years and older, Have evidence of osteoarthritis on X ray. Of these, an estimated 60% experience symptoms. It is estimated that 240 million adults worldwide have symptomatic osteoarthritis, including more than 30 million U.S. adults. Postmenopausal women have an increased incidence of knee osteoarthritis compared to men. In addition to age and secondary causes such as inflammatory arthritis and prior injury, trauma, Several other risk factors increase the chance of developing osteoarthritis, including obesity, diabetes, elevated cholesterol, sex, and genetics. Obesity is a risk factor for osteoarthritis, particularly of the knee. In addition to overloading the weight bearing mechanisms of the body, the metabolic and pro inflammatory effects of obesity have been studied as contributory to osteoarthritis. Maintaining ideal body weight or losing extra weight is important for those at risk. Both diabetes and hyperlipidemia, elevated lipids, cholesterol, contribute to the inflammatory response within the body, increasing the risk of osteoarthritis. Oxidation of lipids can also create deposits in cartilage, which affects affecting blood flow of subchondral bone in the same way that blood vessels are affected by atherosclerosis. Elevated blood sugars, as well as elevated cholesterol, lipids, increase free radicals within the body. This oxidative stress exceeds the resilience of cartilage on the cellular level. Managing diabetes and hyperlipidemia is important for bone health in addition to general health. Decreased estrogen, as experienced by postmenopausal women, increases the risk of knee osteoarthritis as estrogen is protective of bone health, specifically reducing oxidative stress to the cartilage. Heredity can play a role in osteoarthritis, as individuals born with other bone diseases or genetic traits may be more likely to develop osteoarthritis. For example, Ehlers Danlos, which is characterized by joint laxity or hypermobility, Can contribute to osteoarthritis. Primary osteoarthritis is a heterogeneous disease, meaning it has many different causes. It is not only wear and tear arthritis. Some contributing factors to OA are modifiable, can be changed, and others are non modifiable, cannot be changed, such as born with it or now permanent. Age is a contributing factor. Although not all older adults develop osteoarthritis, and for those who do, not all develop associated pain. As discussed above, there can also be inflammatory and metabolic risks that can increase the incidence of osteoarthritis, particularly in the setting of diabetes and/or elevated cholesterol. Osteoarthritis can be genetic, both as primary, such as nodular OA of the hands, as well as secondary, related to other genetic disorders. Such as hypermobility of joints. Inflammatory and infectious arthritis can contribute to the development of secondary osteoarthritis due to chronic inflammation and joint destruction. Previous injuries or traumas, including sports related and repetitive motions, can also contribute to osteoarthritis. Although the exact mechanisms of cartilage loss and bone changes are unknown, 
advancements have been made in recent years. It is suspected that complex signaling processes, during joint inflammation and defective repair mechanisms in response to injury, gradually wear down cartilage within the joints. Other changes cause the joint to lose mobility and function, resulting in joint pain with activity. There is no cure for osteoarthritis. Mild to moderate symptoms are usually well managed by a combination of pharmacologic and non-pharmacologic treatments. Medical treatments and recommendations include medications, topical pain medicines and oral analgesics including nonsteroidal anti-inflammatory medications, NSAIDs. Exercise, land and water-based. Intermittent hot and cold packs. Physical, occupational, and exercise therapy. Weight loss, if overweight. Healthy eating, managing diabetes and cholesterol. Supportive devices such as braces, orthotics, shoe inserts, cane, or walker. Intra-articular injection therapies, steroid, hyaluronic acid, gel. Complementary and alternative medicine strategies, including vitamins and supplements. Surgery may be helpful to relieve pain and restore function when other medical treatments are ineffective or have been exhausted, especially with advanced OA. The goals of treatment are to decrease joint pain and stiffness and delay further progression, improve mobility and function, increase patient's quality of life. The type of treatment regimen prescribed depends on many factors, including the patient's age, overall health, activities, occupation, and severity of the condition. You can learn much more about osteoarthritis by visiting www.arthritis.org. I hope you found this informative and helpful. Now, I'm gonna pass this back to Jimmy. Thanks, David. And I want to thank you for being here today. I really appreciate it. And I want to remind you, an apple a day, the fritter, comes out every day at 4 a.m., five days a week. So I look forward to talking to you each day. And I want to let you know, on Tuesday, we have a new podcast coming out. We'll be talking with Carol Slusky. You're not going to want to miss that. And next Friday, we have another new podcast coming out. We'll be talking with Jim Gavin. Not going to want to miss that. Watch for the updates this week. And I want to remind you, no one ever went blind by looking at things from the bright side. So give it a shot, my friends. You'll, you'll find that it doesn't hurt. And do yourself a favor. Do me a favor. Be the reason somebody smiles. Give it a shot. All you have to do is give a wave, a hearty handshake, a pat on the back, a nice compliment. You'll feel good about yourself. You'll make someone else feel good. And that feeling becomes habit forming. You'll want to do it again and again and again. So give it a shot. Be the reason somebody smiles. Hey, you've been listening to an Apple Fritter. My name is Jimmy Apple. And I'll talk to you again real soon, my friends. Have a great one today. Join Jimmy tomorrow for another apple fritter. In the meantime, stop over at our YouTube group page, Living with a Disability. Join in the conversation and make some new friends. See you next time.